Hey everyone, this is Wesley Town. Welcome to Better Days Season 4, a conversation around making good when all feels bad. Let's jump into today's episode. Since we've just come out of Easter weekend, I thought it would be a great idea if we peered into how Jesus processed pain. This is a time when we're all in a vulnerable state, thinking about life, feeling a myriad of emotions, and possibly experiencing the resurfacing of unprocessed pain. Processing pain is such an important reality for each of our lives, because we live in a broken world, because we all experience suffering, and because we carry around hurt mentally, emotionally, and relationally. The question is, how do we navigate that pain? How do we become resilient and keep living after the painful events occur? Here's a little story of pain that I had to process through from my early childhood. I remember being a very young kid. My parents had divorced, and my mom was extremely poor. We lived in an apartment, and on site, there was a pool. There was a guy that my mom was dating, and I was around three or four years old. And one day, we were out near the pool, and he picked me up and threw me into the pool. As a kid who had no idea how to swim, I remember vividly sinking to the bottom and trying to push myself to the surface over and over and over again. I didn't know the terminology, but at that point I realized I was drowning. And he was playing some sort of joke on me or trying to make me tough. But for me, as a young kid in such a vulnerable situation, there was so much fear and fright and terror. I thought I was going to die. This was a traumatic event in my early childhood. I had a number of them, painful, traumatic situations that began to shape my soul. I had to learn how to heal from this and not feel paralyzed by the fear and the panic and the flashbacks. It took time. I had to learn how to process these painful memories and emotions. The story of Jesus and how he processed his suffering was so influential on my emotional healing. And I'd love to tell this story and help explain how Jesus dealt with other people's pain and his own pain. So let's look at this from those two angles. How did Jesus relate to other people's pain? And then second, how did Jesus relate to his own pain? First, let's look at how Jesus related to other people's pain. There's a story in the New Testament about Jesus and a friend named Lazarus. Lazarus, Jesus' friend, died. And he got word about Lazarus' death. Jesus journeyed to the town where Lazarus' family lived. He was really good friends with the entire family. And he met his sisters in that town. And his sisters were devastated, heartbroken. What's so inspiring to me is that when Jesus got to the scene, he could have immediately raised Lazarus from the dead, as he did later on in the story. But instead, he chose to enter into the pain of loss. He wept with Lazarus' family. He felt the emotions of loss and pain. And I love that about Jesus, because he never minimized human pain, and he never deflected human pain. He entered into human pain, and he felt the emotions of sorrow over pain. 
And that's a beautiful example for each one of us. When we enter into a situation where we're relating to other people's pain, it's so important that we validate a person's pain and that we enter into a person's pain and that like Jesus, we feel the emotions of pain alongside of the person dealing with the pain. There's this beautiful saying that says, weep with those who weep. Second, how did Jesus relate to his own pain? The story of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane is such a beautiful example of how he emoted and how he dealt with and processed his own personal pain. Jesus was in a garden called Gethsemane. It's in Jerusalem, very close to the temple. In fact, you can see the temple from the Garden of Gethsemane. The temple was the place of worship 2,000 years ago amongst the people of Israel. And he was in this garden right before he was about to go to the cross and be crucified. And he began to pray, Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. Yet not as I will, but thy will be done. Three times he prayed that prayer. And as he was praying that prayer, he was in such deep mental and emotional pain and agony that his capillaries burst and he began to sweat drops of blood. Now, many people are like, what is that all about? It's a rare medical phenomenon called hematrogosis, where somebody is in such deep emotional agony, whether that's fear or anxiety uh, or just processing some really turbulent, strong emotions that literally capillaries in their body burst and they begin to sweat blood. Blood comes out of their pores. Jesus was experiencing this. And I love this picture because you see his humanity. There was this ability to be human. He was emoting and his body was expressing the emotional and mental anguish he was experiencing. Jesus did not suppress his own pain. He felt his pain. Jesus did not hold his own pain in. He communicated it openly and honestly to his father. And oftentimes when we think about Jesus, we think that he was like armored from pain, armored from suffering, but that's not the reality. He felt it deeply and immensely, so much so that he was called a man of sorrows and well acquainted with grief. And the terminology around that passage literally indicates that he was a man that felt mental pain, emotional pain. And this is a beautiful scene. Because Jesus is open and communicating with his father about his pain. You see, pain resides in us emotionally and physically. And when we're carrying a heavy weight of emotional pain, our body stores that up. Our body begins to physiologically feel the effects of that pain and express that in different ways. What's happening in our body can be symptomatic of what's taking place in the depths of our soul. So it's so important to follow this pathway that Jesus set for us to feel your pain and don't suppress it, to communicate your pain and don't hold it in. Our natural tendency and inclination in the West is to suppress pain and to hold it in. But that is incredibly unhealthy for the human soul and the body, and the whole of what makes us human. So it's important for us to do what Jesus did, to express the emotions of pain, 
to communicate openly and honestly to God about the pain that we're experiencing. I know that just talking about this subject can trigger pain that is rooted inside of us. And my hope and encouragement for you is that you begin the path to healing and find a relational home to process your pain. I want you to know that there is a God who cares about you, and He is safe, and He is loving, and you can find a relational home in Him to process your pain. In fact, Jesus, the man of sorrows and equated with grief, God's Son, every time you talk to Him, can relate to you because He too experienced human pain to the depths that none of us will quite understand. And that doesn't minimize our own pain. All that teaches us is that he can enter in and empathize with every struggle that we face as human beings, whether that's mental or emotional or physical or relational, whatever the source of pain, whatever the pain point is, Jesus understands and can, re- and can relate, which is something that we want to do for other people. I also want to encourage you that if you've been holding on to and holding in long-term pain that has affected your life, that has been a roadblock to being fully present and human, I want you not only to go to God, but if you need to, to find a therapist who can help you walk through whatever you've been through and to find hope, healing, and help so that you can be fully human again so that you can breathe again and feel alive and live your life and be present without your pain holding you back. Pain is a way of paralyzing us from being human, yet there is a pathway to process pain in a healthy way. And Jesus gives us a perfect example. When others are feeling pain around us, never minimize it, never deflect it, enter into it, feel it, Validate the person. And when you're going through pain, don't suppress it. Don't hold it in. Feel it, communicate it, and express it openly and honestly to God. He cares, He loves you, and He wants to help you process through the deep pains in the caverns of your soul. Many prayers for all of you who are walking through this challenging journey. There are better days ahead. So much love to you. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you were encouraged. I would love for you to help me to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, and write a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for your support. I can't wait to connect with you again next week for another episode of Better Days.